fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome into The Voice of Reason for the middle of the week already. We are halfway through. You see the light at the end of the tunnel, and we're here to push you over that hump and down into the easy way through the rest of the week. Welcome into the program. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very much, your Millennial General, reporting for duty. I have a bone to pick with my streaming services real quick. Can we Can we just complain and just vent for just a moment? Got to, <laughs> I pay for it. It's funny how we pay for all these streaming services, you know, Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus or ESPN or whatever you end up liking to stream, Peacock. There are so many of them now that you could spend more on those than what you did on a regular cable subscription nowadays, which most people are starting to get away from. I don't think is I'm sure cable's still there. I don't watch it nor pay attention to it, and I'm not going to spend that absurd amount of money. But I've caught myself. So we have a subscription to Netflix. Now, don't get mad at me for having Netflix because Andy, they're a woke company and they have liberal stuff on there. They do. However, they've also defended conservatives with some of the stand-up comedians that they actually host on the service, and uh, they've stood up for them as well. So I'm still going to keep my Netflix. There's a couple of shows on there that I enjoy, and then I'll get rid of it at some point when I'm ready to actually let that one go. I also have, and some may get mad at me for this one as well, I also do have Disney Plus still. However, it's not just Disney Plus. I have the super cheap like $10 a month package for the ESPN and Disney and Hulu altogether so i don't necessarily use hulu a lot or uh, disney plus a lot it's primarily for hulu because espn i don't do anything with unless there's a conor mcgregor ufc fight on there that i actually you know use that to stream the fight and purchase that outside of that i have not used my espn service at all it's just sitting there wasting away but we have disney plus through that package as well and the little one's still like some of the old school disney that we kind of uh, restrict her into watching. There is a fun show on there that looks like one of those old 1940s and 50s cartoons called The Cupheads. Hilarious. And it's actually a little bit more adult-like, but it's kind of in that old style of drawings of the 1940s and 50s cartoons from like the original Mickey Mouse. So it's kind of neat, and I do enjoy that one. But for the most part, we watch Hulu on there, which has some great programming. But I have to admit, I'm getting frustrated with all these services. Now we have those three, and then with our internet through our home we also have some of the uh, uh, cox is our internet provider at our home and they actually have the box for internet or for tv as well which has all these apps on it but with that we also get the premium um uh, peacock which is actually kind of neat because we watch a few shows on there as well but with all of these i'm paying probably more for regular or for programming and tv than what i would have if i would have just gotten cable now this is coming from a guy who barely even gets to watch TV because I'm working so much and exhausted and then I like to go home and not have the TV on while we're having dinner or actually enjoy. But the streaming services themselves are starting to get me a little annoyed already as well because now Hulu's been doing this for a while. You have two tiers of purchasing for Hulu. 
You can purchase it to at least access it, but then you have to get the Hulu Premium to go ad-free or to get some of the new movies that are coming out. Which kind of bugs me because I'm paying for your service, dude. I want Hulu. I don't want to have to pay extra just to not have any ads run or to actually get the premium stuff that's on there because I'm paying you already for your service. Oh, yeah, we pay for HBO as well. HBO Max. That's like 12 bucks a month. I know. It's climbing. Don't judge me. But Netflix is apparently starting to do the same thing. As according to CNBC, that they're now set to partner with Microsoft for ad-supported subscription plans. They're going the Hulu style to say, you have to pay the X amount of money just to get the basic plan, but if you want the premium with no ads or to get specialty content, you're going to have to pay more. And I think that's going to upset me enough to where I'm just going to cancel my Netflix finally. I'm over it. I know you guys have been having to lay people off. I get it. I don't really care. You guys need to learn to budget appropriately and maybe not do so many uh, original content, so much original content, especially the original woke content that's making guys bankrupt and then having to have me subsidize the company with additional premium plans in order for you just to stay afloat. Maybe you should realize what's popular and what's not popular instead of your agenda-driven bullcrap. So it's a little frustrating. I don't know what I'm going to do with my Netflix, but I'm holding on to it for just a couple of shows. A couple of shows. One of them is Vikings Valhalla, which is the feed off of the original Viking show from the History Channel. I It's on my list to watch. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm really excited to watch this. The other one is The Black Mirror, which my wife just, Mrs. Voice of Reason, started watching, which was kind of interesting. It's kind of its own little twist of the Twilight Zone, but not. And it's every episode's kind of unique and different. I don't know. We watched that a little bit. But there's a few shows on there. There's a, a Barbarians is another one. I like kind of the Middle Ages type of shows. And they do really, really good at those programs. And I don't want to give them up. I don't know what to do, though. I'll have to figure out that. Because if they start charging me for an additional plan just to be able to access the premium and not have ads, I'm going to be a little upset. Welcome into the show. We have a lot to get to. That's my vent of the day. I'm sorry. Yes, I pay way too much for different streaming services that I don't barely even use. I use HBO Max for maybe an occasional movie and to watch South Park to go to bed at night. That's it. That's I'm paying $15 a month to watch South Park episodes to go to sleep at night. <laughs> That's what my HBO service is actually doing. I'm paying Netflix to watch a Viking show, and I'm paying the other one for the kid to be entertained with the, the old school Disney and for me able to be able to watch uh, occasional Conor McGregor fights on ESPN, which is a rare and few far. Obviously, hasn't fought in like a year and a half, and I'm a little upset by that. So there it is. That's my vent of the day. I think I need to go back to the Dave Ramsey plan of starting to come out, uh, cut out some of the expenses in my monthly budget. Coming up on the program today, we have Cheryl Chumley. We've had her on the program before. She is an author and a speaker. She'll be joining to talk about the state of the Democrat Party. And are they actually helping the Republicans? The things that make you go, hmm. But the whole Netflix thing... The economic stance, the trying to cut some of the expenditures out of the budget, apparently we all have to do that because the Biden administration has jacked up inflation so badly in this nation that we're now sitting at a 9.1 inflation rate, according to CNBC, for the month of June. I know! Imagine that, if you will. Yesterday we ran the story that showed that under the Trump years, according to the latest census numbers, that uh, we saw a near 10% medium income increase across the board as an average for the nation, 10% between 2016 and 2020, compared to the previous four years, four or five years. A 10% medium income. 
And it broke it down by demographic and by race because it's all about identity politics and what skin color you are because of people apparently care for that crap. But we saw a 10% increase. Now we're seeing inflation in a year and a half under the Biden administration at a 9.1% rate year over year for the month of June. That's insane. So my question is, hold on here. There we go. We'll see if that helps. All right. I just got a message saying that our stream actually didn't have any audio, so hopefully that helps a little bit. I think we're back at it. Somebody pushed a button. Anyways, uh, so now we have a 9% inflation rate in this nation where we're having to, again, go back to as if we never saw that 10% salary increase that the Donald Trump era between 2016 and 2020 gave us in the five years that he was in office. We're, we, it erased it. In fact, we're a little behind. As according to our congressman, my congressman here in the 4th District of Kansas, that not only with the 9% inflation rate nationally, but then also with the interest rates at the local level, how people are responding with consumer and the food shortage and everything else with the supply chain issues, that we're seeing really a 12 to 12.6% inflation rate nationwide. That's a little concerning to me, isn't it? Now, if we grew 10% in medium income overall, but then we lost 12%, that's actually 2% backwards isn't it i mean i know i'm not like joe biden excelling in mathematics here but i think that the 12 percent inflation rate we're seeing now compared to the 10 percent growth that we saw over the last five years that we're actually backwards by two percent then we take into account as well that the federal government says oh hey we're going to raise interest rates which can i ask a simple question the interest rates that we raised just the last couple of months to battle inflation did they do any good did they do anything? Are we seeing the in, the inflation rate go down? Because I think it just went up last month prior to that for the month of June. It was like 8.6. Now we're at 9.1. It's gone up even after the interest rate increases that they were supposed to price out certain margins of the consumer market. So that way we had less of the demand so the supply could replenish itself. They tried that system and it's not working. Probably because they're printing way too much damn money and they don't want to admit it. In fact, Joe Biden gets very angry when we talk about uh, how much money he's actually spending, how much money he spent last year in his false claim that we're actually cutting the deficit this year because that's not true. <laughs> what they did do was spend about $2 trillion above the regular deficit last year for our COVID-19 response. And then they tried to back off and not spend that this year and be like, look at that, we're cutting the deficit. Things are working out well. We're doing good. But we've printed so much money, it doesn't matter. And it's a little frustrating that they lie through their teeth, but I think people are starting to see it because, again, as we've said so many times, people just aren't buying this. The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely, definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas and this administration has more expensive gas. It's very simple for the consumer side, very simple for the average American, the blue-collar workers. It's very simple. When prices go up, we get very angry, and we want things to be happy and comfortable for us again. Now a little uh, a fluctuation here and there is going to happen. The economy, like a bubble, is going to expand and contract just a little bit. But when we're seeing 9% inflation rates, holy cow. But what else needs to bust? And when is the quote-unquote recession finally going to hit us? We have a real estate that's starting to go downhill. Now, it's getting back to about normal levels or just below normal levels because before we had it booming so badly that you couldn't find anything. 
It was so expensive. People were asking above asking price just to try and get a house, and it was going just like that. If you had cash, you laid out the deal, and you signed the contract in the next day or two because it was going just like that. Now things are starting to slow down a little bit. What about loans? Banks aren't wanting to give out loans, are they? They don't like the loans now because it's going to be so uncertain. If a recession's going to hit and businesses are going to start laying people off again, how is that supposed to help spur the economy? And imagine, if you will, a recession to where we're laying individuals off. When the median income is raised, why is it raised? Well, it's raised because we're getting higher jobs, not necessarily because people are making more money in the same jobs, but hopefully because people are making more money in a better job. They're actually promoted. They're actually starting their own business. They're actually doing side hustles or contract work that's getting them more money into their pockets that was allowing them to raise their medium household income. But now we're going to lay people off, which means the lower Entry-level positions, minimum wage jobs, the stuff that still have needing jobs, needing people, hiring immediately signs in their front yard or in their business windows right now, they still can't get anybody, and they're the ones having to now lay more people off, which means the daily services that you and I go to for the grocery store or for Walmart or for the restaurant or the fast food joint, all of those, not only is it going to be bad already, it's going to get worse because... They are the ones that are going to be getting hit. While Joe Biden and the Democrats continue to say, oh, hey, economy's doing great. Vote for us. We're lowering gas prices. I mean, gas prices did go down a, a below $100 a barrel again, so I guess that's good news. But not because of him. Oh, that's right. Well, maybe it's because he made money by selling it to the Russians or to the Chinese with his businesses to be able to do some kickbacks to say, hey, everything's great now. Everybody's making money. We're all happy. Just suck up the $4 a gallon as your new norm. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to the Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring the Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, I think we got her fixed on the online side of it. So, by the way, OpsLens, you guys rock. OPSLENS.com. Go check out their website and their app. We're live streaming on there as well, plus the social media links on there. Ron Hammond, the guy rocking it over at OpsLens. Let me know. We had the uh, the audio issue over there which <laughs> working in a radio studio and so many people in and out of the studio someone had hit a button to where the audio wasn't going out but i think we're back up and at it oh technology these days but you got to admit that it's kind of fascinating that we can be broadcasting live on multiple radio stations right now plus on tv and on an internet stream and anybody can really contact us through any of those means and it's really awesome plus you can always email us who's your media network at gmail.com and we appreciate you guys very much. So the Biden inflation is what people are calling it. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but every single month the Joe Biden administration has been in office that we've seen an increase in inflation. It started off with around a 2% and a 7 and then it climbed and it climbed and it climbed. And now just over a year and a half again, what took Jimmy Carter four years to screw up in this country took Joe Biden a year and let's see what... Uh, February, March, April, May, June, five months, a year and five months, not even a full year and a half, a year and five months that we now see a 12.6% in inflation rate. Really, that's with all the goods, with the supply chain issues and the inflation and at local and statewide levels of near 12% nationwide, it's an average of near 9.1% inflation rate. What took Jimmy Carter four years to do took Joe Biden a year and five months. I think, I mean, you gotta have some type of award for that, right? <laughs> Pat yourself on the back, Joe Biden. So now what's the government doing? Well, obviously, since the interest rate hike works so well battling inflation, they're talking about another massive inflation rate hike to try and battle the inflation again with the interest rates, which means we're going to what we what we're going to do is we're going to price more people out of the market. Now, imagine, if you will, because I'm probably one of those on that spectrum that you get priced out of the market. You can't afford a car loan or an, uh, a home loan, or a refinance, or a credit card, or a personal loan, or a home equity loan, nothing. You can't afford any of that stuff because the interest rates are too high. You can't afford that. Why would I do that? That's stupid. I'm trying to pay off my student loans right now, so I wouldn't want to do that in the first place. But if I did want to do that, then why in the world would I do it right now? Which means the banks are not going to be getting money, which means the banks are going to be slowing down a little bit as well because they're not going to have as many applications it's going to slow the economy while they're still hyping up how well the economy is actually doing. What's going to solve all this, not just to sit here and just complain about it, but what do we do about it? How do we fix it? Well, what we can do is try and get business to actually work again, make business great again, as some would say. That's probably triggering on one side. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. My bad. But what we need to do is really get business back under control. And while some businesses are starting to lay workers off again, we could actually... Uh, stimulate the economy by getting business to work up again. According to CNBC, North Carolina is the number one ranked top state for business right now. 
as the nation's strongest economy. And what have they done? According to the article, what they've done is they put their their politics aside and they've actually been able to work together to stimulate the economy and invest in businesses that actually need to be there, which is a very simple process for states. And listen up, all these state leaders, and I know you listen to this program because I have you on the show. What we need to do and what Kansas has started to do, what North Carolina obviously is doing very well, what California is not doing very well, is figuring out, number one, what type of industry is needed in the state. Number two, to create an incentive to get that industry to invest and go over to that state. And number three, to deregulate and detax those industries so that way they actually maintain and they stay. Here in the Kansas area, right near the Kansas City is especially the perfect example of this, between the Kansas side of Kansas City and the Missouri side of Kansas City. There's the battle of the state lines on which side of the state line are the businesses going to put their headquarters to pay their taxes and say that they're part of that state. There's always there's there's for years there's been an ongoing battle between those two and it needs to stop. But honestly, that's what it's all about. What other states need to be looking at. How do I incentivize you coming here not to pay you, but to deregulate the detax, lower the taxes, and make it beneficial for businesses to, and this is a triggering word for the other side, to profit from actually running their business in your state. I know it's a strange thought in today's times. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Holy cow, man. It goes my way too fast. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. I swear we could have a four-hour program trying to talk about all this stuff, but we don't. We only have one hour to try to cram it all in, so do the best that we possibly can. I'm still a little grumpy about my streaming services. How dare you? How dare you? Lead us in and, oh, yeah, you'll get all our stuff by just paying for it. And then, oh, you need to get the premium. (laughs) Take the next tier up. Uh, That's how the world's going to go. It's going to be the a la carte and everything's going to be tiered steps. And you're going to have to pay more and more and more. Before you know it, you're going to be paying triple what you used to with some of that stuff. It drives me nuts. And thanks again to the Biden administration. Your 9.1% inflation rates making it more difficult to enjoy all the luxuries of a first world country. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Welcome back into the show. Let's get into what's trending of the day. What do you say? What's trending today? So there's a new poll out. 
According to Yahoo News, which is more on the left-wing side of the aisle. Now, yesterday we talked about a lot of polls, and I don't like to go down the road of too many polls because they're biased and they're limited and you can't get a real accurate depiction of what the nation's really truly feeling. But you can get maybe sometimes a general gist of the idea. And the fact that the mainstream media is talking about this really shows that they can't hide it. And it's probably even worse than this. But this is their inflated numbers, maybe by 9.1%. <laughs> See what we did there? See? But according to Yahoo News, the latest poll shows that only 18% of Americans say they actually want Joe Biden to run for re-election in 2024. The new low is nearly two-thirds or 64% of the country say that he should bow out of the presidency and just go away because people can't deal with him any longer. What's the state of the Democrat Party look like and how do we move forward as we get closer and closer to that grand old time that is election season of the midterms of 2022? Excited to have back on the program. It's been way too long since we've had her on. She is a writer. She is a speaker. Her latest book of Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. It's Cheryl Chumley on the line with us here. Cheryl, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. It is great to chat with you again on the program. I don't know that we've seen these types of numbers before. I mean, the last time uh, we were joking about the inflation rates, what took uh, Jimmy Carter four years to get to this point, took Joe Biden a year and five months. And I think the poll numbers are reflecting that with inflation and how bad the economy is doing. Yeah, when it comes to inflation, Joe Biden is really a high achiever. And <laughs> what 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 gets me is who are these people still supporting him? I, I, honestly, is it family? Because at this point in time, you cannot go and fill your tank at the gas pump and not see some kind of hurt coming from your your own pocketbook. And it, it just amazes me that there are that many people still in America who who like President Biden in his position. I think that they're the desperate ones trying to prove a point who are so uh, had the blinders on so much of Donald Trump was so bad that I'll still take Joe Biden over Donald Trump because uh, they're just that insane and they just want to try and make a point. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, Trump derangement syndrome is a real thing. But honestly, to <laughs> to hate Donald Trump so badly that you are willing <laughs> to let your country just go to heck. And it's 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 amazing to me. It is amazing. There was a an audio bit, which I love playing on here, from MSNBC just about a week or so ago, where they were trying to talk to Biden and Democrat constituents of, oh, what about the gas prices? Is it hurting you a little bit? What would you like to see changed? And I don't think they like this going over their airwaves. The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely. Definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas and this administration has more expensive gas. <laughs> now, that's the Hispanic community down in Miami, Florida, where they were trying to uh, uh, trying to interview these individuals and uh, kind of caught them off guard a little bit. Or, or as Jill Biden affectionately calls them, the taco community, right? <laughs> it's just um, but. But <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> but honestly, it, it is gas prices, right? And and inflation that people can feel. These aren't things like immigration, which is bad enough, and that drives a lot of people to the polls. But if you don't live in a border state, if you live, say, in the Northeast or in parts of California or even in the Midwest, immigration can sometimes not drive you to the voting polls. But inflation, when your paycheck is being eaten up with gas prices and food prices and things like that, that makes you angry. And it's not that long ago. It's only just 
less than a year ago uh, that we were still having the impacts of the Donald Trump economy where prices were normal and the gas pump uh, didn't suck your, your wallet dry. Yeah. That is very true. Looking at it from the lens of a, let's say, a political consultant who looks at both sides of the aisle kind of objectively on what would work as a solid campaign for a Republican or a Democrat. There have been only one story that I've seen nationwide of Democrats in really deep blue districts that are actually campaigning running as a Joe Biden Democrat. And I think they're trying that as kind of a testing ground to see if it works in some of these deep blue areas. But outside of that, even in semi-Democrat districts, in moderate districts, they're distancing themselves from Joe Biden because they realize what kind of a liability he is. And I think with Republicans in the fact that they could win a seat that's been Democrat for 150 years with that 34th district in Texas and Myra Flores, I think they're scared going into election season, don't you? They have to be. Uh, Look, I'm not somebody who watches the polls every day either, but when you see poll after poll after poll, practically since this president took over in the White House, and definitely since his Afghanistan tragedy, uh, you've, you've seen poll after poll after poll just show him losing favor with the American people. And most recently, you were seeing just survey after survey show that inflation and gas prices are the number one concerns of Americans. And then you look at what this White House is focusing on, gun reform, gun control, and abortion. Yeah. And it's crazy because so few Americans pit that at the top of their list of, of things to be concerned about right now. And yet this this White House is completely ignoring the concerns of Americans. That is true. We're talking with Cheryl Chumley. CherylChumley.com is the website. You can check out her latest book, Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Your Freedom, uh, Take Away Your Freedom. Uh, like you mentioned, let's talk about the priorities right now. The priorities, obvious, are uh, inflation, our food prices, our gas prices, are just trying to survive right now. Now we're seeing headlines of businesses that are starting to lay people off again. The agenda from the other side, the propaganda they're spewing from the White House press secretary and from the mainstream media trying to hype this up, the fact that Joe Biden created 6 million plus jobs and that the economy is back on track and doing way better than even what it was prior to COVID-19 and the entire pandemic shutdown. Is that agenda working with some of the crowd or does everybody see through it? Because obviously we can see what the price looks like at the gas pump. Well, I mean, it's working with like the Twitter crowd, right? It's working with the low information voting crowd and the people who really don't pay attention to politics and only pay attention to hating Republicans, hating conservatives, and hating Donald Trump. For them, no matter what this administration does, it can do no wrong. But for most in America, we're not being fooled. And no matter how much the media tries to sell it, and I have to say one sign of the the deception crumbling is that too many in even the mainstream media are asking asking the difficult, uncomfortable questions of this administration about inflation and so forth. But aside from, uh, you know, just the low information voters, too many people in America are aware of what's taking place. And thankfully, the White House, the they, at least they've stopped trying to sell the lie that inflation is a sign of a healthy economy. Remember when <laughs> Joe Biden's economists came out and tried to sell us that? At least at this point, they're pointing to uh, job numbers or something different to, to, to distract us, but they're not being as open as they should about the reality of this economy. That is very true. CNBC, I'll, I'll never forget it when they came out during this massive inflation spike and they said, To me, we have the strongest economy. Perhaps I have ever seen shit. <laughs> you can't come out and say that stuff when people can't buy food. 
Yeah, and, you know, the baby formula, uh, that hit hard, uh, you know, to, to come out and say that it was because of Donald Trump policies that we have a supply chain issue or because of Ukraine and Russia that we have a supply chain issue and empty store shelves and gas issues, uh, meaning in terms of higher prices. That defies logic, and I don't think most Americans either believe it or are going to withstand, are, are going to stand by and, and continue to support this administration if they do nothing to fix it. Yeah, we got just about a minute before a hard break here, but I got to ask you, the social issues they are focusing on, the identity politics, the LGBTQ, the abortion issue, those are the emotional uh, responses they're trying to get people riled up for to, to get the Democrat base to actually turn out, to want to turn out to the election in November. Is uh, the reversal of Roe v. Wade, these LGBTQ issues, is that going to expand their base for excitement to turn out? Or is it just the really angry sect that's just making themselves louder and more angry that we're seeing on the news? Or do you think it is going to rally Democrats to turn out for the elections? Yeah, it's only speaking to their far leftist lunatic base, because we've seen even moderates, even independents, Hispanics, blacks, uh, women, and most significantly youth fleeing the Democrat Party and turning their backs on Joe Biden. And I can't see how a drag queen dancing for dollars uh, being handed to them by little kids is really going to drive out the Democrat vote this November. Yeah, that only appeals to a certain margin of the population, and it's a very small margin. But if it's almost like Disney where they're just too big to give a crap, so now they can go from trying to make the most amount of money to just pandering to the agenda they want to promote and just who cares what the profits actually look like at the end of it. Cheryl, we got to take a break here. Can you stick over one more segment with us? Uh, sure. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I appreciate it. When we come back, I want to talk about the future of the Democrats on if they really were serious about cleaning themselves up how they move about it, what they got to do to change the party within, and what that leadership could potentially look like. Because right now, outside of Joe Biden and Kamala and Nancy, who else do they have as party leaders? So we'll talk about that when we come back as well. Cheryl Chumley is the website, CherylChumley.com. The book Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. Go and check out that book. A great read. We'll do some more of this when we come back here. Where is the state of politics? Can we come back and actually converse together without anger without the tweety without the bickering and actually move forward in a positive direction all that and more coming up on the voice of reason for a pre-friday so all right midday it's a wednesday midweek the Stay voice here. of reason with andy hoosier andy hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to the voice of reason on your favorite radio station but also check out the video of the program on tv and online we're excited to be working with our partners over at opslens to bring the voice of reason live every day on their website at opslens.com on the opslens app that you can download on any of your smartphones or on any of the opslens social media it's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth reason and common sense reaching thousands of viewers every day all day long Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Reason, common sense, rationale, normalcy. That's what we're all about here on the show. Welcome back in. Last few minutes of the program. Wrapping up for the midweek. Boy, I was getting ahead of myself (laughs) thinking it was the pre-Friday. It's not Thursday yet, Andy. It's only Wednesday. Hang tight. Slow your roll a little bit. Welcome back into the show. Always great to have you along for the ride today. So just to let you know. We are booked out on guests until the end of the month already, which is absolutely insane. So if anything breaks, we need to have additional guests, but it's awesome because we are rocking and rolling. Everybody's loving all the content. We love everything that we're doing. So thank you guys so much for listening, watching the show. Wherever you may be watching or listening, you can always find us at HoosierReason.com. Also find us on the social media at HoosierReason on all of the social media sites. It's all the same, and it's mostly verified, I think, for most of the sites at HoosierReason, H-O-O-S-E-R. Reason. Right now, we're talking with Cheryl Chumley, CherylChumley.com, author of the book Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. So, Cheryl, let's speculate here for a minute because this is where I nerd out. The Democrat Party, they have Joe Biden, which is 80 plus years old and extremely unpopular and has no clue where he is and tries to shake the hands of people that aren't there half the time. We have uh, Kamala Harris that's even more unpopular than Joe Biden right now, and she just can't get her act together, which is why half her staff likes to just vacate because they can't deal working with her. We have Nancy Pelosi that seems like she's about to retire soon if Republicans especially get a big red wave in November because she can't work with Republicans and she's been there for way too long. The party itself is kind of having an identity crisis right now, aren't they? They don't have a true leader and a young leader that's really able to stand up and kind of lead the charge in a new direction here. Well, they've sold out to the far-left interests. If you remember a couple years ago, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just came on to the political scene, maybe longer than a couple years ago now, and Tom Perez, who was DNC chief, uh, he came out and said that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the card-carrying socialist, of course, was going to be the face of the new Democrat Party. And that's pretty much where the Democrats have gone. And so this new brand of Democrats are not interested in uh, bringing forth a strong, exceptional America. They're, they're only interested in doing what Barack Obama promised years ago, changing the foundations and structure of the entire governing uh, system of America. And what they're doing is basically selling out America for globalist interests that are far too often aligned with China, 
more than they are with America. Yeah, that is very true. Do you think now AOC, is she still kind of the default or the counter leader of the Democrat Party? Or do you think it's moved on? Because she started off, like you said, very strong. The Democrat Party has definitely kind of tried to at least isolate her and push her off to the side. But now we're talking about a Gavin Newsom presidential run in 2024 as being that new face. I mean, which direction do you think they're going to go here? Well, I really don't see any difference in what either Gavin Newsom or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez advocate for in terms of policy and politics. It's just that Gavin Newsom is a more schooled uh, politician. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is just a, a vacant, empty head that, you know, the left trots out when they need a pretty face who just puts forth the bullet points that they need put forth at any particular time. So I don't see her emerging as some sort of presidential candidate in the next few years of the Democrat Party, but she is a useful tool. And what is the difference in policy between Newsom and what uh, the socialist wing, the, the declared socialist wing of the party, bring forward? There is no difference. They just use different maybe phrases or terminology, but it's all leading down the same path. That is very true. You're you're right, though, especially on the fact that she's kind of the airhead out there. I mean, I am told yeah. this is a garbage disposal. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a leader of the country right now. That's something to be concerned about. I think she reminds me of Minnie Mouse, the the voice, right? <laughs> oh man, it, it is unfortunate. We got about forty five seconds here on the Republican side, though. We have the momentum now, but our worst enemy, as the Republican Party, has always been ourselves we have that internal establishment side of the party that always seems to disrupt the momentum that we have is that a concern going into our elections and going into the momentum that we have for election season in about 30 seconds oh absolutely and i think donald trump did a great job of outing these rhinos and calling them what they were uh participants in the deep state globalist movement they will always be there and they need always to be fought Amen to that. Always got to expose them. It's Cheryl Chumley. Cheryl, we love having you on the program. It's always a great conversation. Let's do this again real soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, always a pleasure. Again, go check out her website, CherylChumley.com. Go buy her book, Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. And we appreciate that very much. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Stop this insanity. Let's bring back reason, common sense, rationale in the daily um, day that we have to go through. Our daily routine. Let's have some common sense again. That would make us feel good. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is the voice of reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.